hello and welcome back to another just extraordinary episode of the Dingus Hour. As always, I am your host, Spencer Bozzini, and I am your guide on this journey to Dingusdom. How is everyone doing here? Um, currently, I have a uh, small kitten walking across uh, the podcast table who has uh, no appreciation, just just no manners whatsoever, and he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do already. I, I have no heart to discipline this poor baby, and um, he's just he's just rambunctious, and he's getting into shit, and um, he's been, like, every night, so we we have the bigger cat Igor and then we have Remy now and basically Remy just wants to play with Igor 24/7 it's not hey quit chewing on the microphone that's not yours excuse me excuse me go go over there go 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 do cat things go over there Remy. um <laughs> so he basically has just been waking me up throughout the night and it's not like uh meow it's a i'm going to come and chew on your face i'm going to come chew on your fingers and it's he does this when i'm like dead ass asleep and i wake up like three to four times throughout the night and um i i, I just have forgotten um and you know i've never been a parent but I've, I've just forgotten how difficult it is to have uh, a baby of some kind so it's it's just been uh, you know, a couple sleepless, sleepless, uh, like a week and a half, but you know, it's, I, I think it's worth it. I mean, he's a, he's a gem at the end of the day. I fucking want to boot him over the balcony, but, uh, he's, he's a gem and a half. So, um, I hope everyone's doing fantastic. We have a great show today. Uh, my good friend from high school, everybody's a fucking friend here on the dingus hour. Um, I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but like everybody is that comes on to the show. I'm just close with, I'm not at like, you know, fame where I can, you know, have, uh, the weekend come on and talk about his Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show and, uh, promote all that. We're not quite there yet. We're about, we're about two months off from that. But, um, other than that, um, she's an absolutely fantastic human being. She's very creative. Uh, she's funny. Uh, she was actually like, w she's one of the few people who I've still talked to from high school. Um, I know we've already had the fantastic Sophie on. And if you haven't listened to her single yet, Sophia, 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 uh, right next to you, uh, you absolutely should. It's on Spotify. Uh, absolutely fantastic slap and a half again. Um, and without further ado, after this little ADD rant off the rails, um, let's 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 talk about that uh, animal fact of the day. <laughs> Alrighty, so today's animal fact is actually uh, courtesy of my uh, younger brother Matthew. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode of the Dingus Hour, you should. It's one of my favorites, but. Um, today's animal fact is about the pelican and how they're basically like the bottomless pits of the bird world. So pelicans defining features is that they have the largest beaks in the world, which help facilitate their unique eating technique. So basically 
Uh, they scoop up uh, a bunch of water, as you all know, uh, and they strain out everything but the edible bits. So pelicans, basically, they eat anything. So, like, if it fits in their bill or their fucking uh, whatever that gullet demon uh, attachment is on their face, it's fair game. So... Basically, they've been known to eat fish, amphibians, crustaceans, uh, and they've also, ladies and gentlemen, been known to be cannibals of their own kind. And they've chowed down on pigeons, ducks, Cape Comorants, kelp gulfs, swift swift terns, and even poor little African pelicans. Hi, everyone. Post-production Spencer here. I meant to say African penguins, not African pelicans. I apologize. The dumb bitch juice was hitting extra hard today. But anyways, let's get right back into that animal fact. Uh, but, you know, birds do kill each other all the time. But it's just fucked up. But the thing is here is they don't kill the bird or the creature before it enters their gullet. They just pretty much swallow it so if you can think of it as um you know the sarlacc pit in uh star wars the thing that eats boba fett that's basically what pelicans are uh so there's you know think about it that there's somewhere in the world there's probably a small baby penguin that's getting crammed into a pelican stomach um you know screaming and just basically gets suffocated through um, an acidic, rotting fish sack. So um, there's also a video on YouTube, uh, Pelican Eats a Pigeon, uh, I have found. Uh, and basically you just see a – viewer discretion advised, but you just see a pelican uh, eating a live pigeon, and it's just uh, thrashing around. So um, ladies and gentlemen, don't uh, – let any of your smaller animals um maybe maybe i'll take my cat to go see a pelican if he keeps waking me up and biting me in the middle of the night but don't take any small animals around pelicans or else they will just get swallowed whole and uh that ladies and gentlemen was your animal fact of the day Alrighty, so my next guest on the Dingus Hour is actually uh, a friend who we just said we haven't seen each other since fucking high school. So uh, it's a good, uh, she's a fantastic, uh, absolutely great human being. And I want to introduce you all to Miss Shannon. Shannon, hello. Hi. How's it going? How is how's the life of Shannon going right now? It's good. It's I'm glad that I don't have to work from home because I feel like I would be in a very different headspace if I didn't get to leave my house all the time. So oh, absolutely. I'm good. <laughs> absolutely. No, I mean, that's like the beauty, I think, with like sales, I feel like right now is you get to leave and you get to go do what you want. And I mean, like I did the work from home shit for a while and that was uh, I, I was not a fan of that. That was just, you know, I got to move. Yeah. Where are you working right now? Uh, are you so just vibing? Oh, I'm, uh, so I've been doing sales for a gutter company since, uh, July. Uh, so it's been a fucking, I I like to say it's like a meme and a half, but, um, (laughs) it's, it's, I don't know. It's not too bad. It pays the bills. It's, uh, a pretty, it's not like a typical like sales environment where everyone's like really cutthroat and, um, 
you know, this lead is mine, you know, you can't touch that. Yeah. Nobody talks to each other, but like, I have a good friendship with like everyone that I work with, uh, or most of the people that I work with, obviously not everyone, but I enjoy most of the people that I work with. But, um, so Shannon, I guess we should, we should talk about how we met because I, I don't, exactly remember how we met oh my god okay high school do we, do we remember this at all or? yes okay I don't remember how we met but I remember like how like I feel like we like noticed each other or like had a connection so it's like actually insane that oh my god so I was like going through my email like checking to see if like you would send me the zoom link and um just because I like to prepare for everything early mm-hmm. and I was like I've stumbled across like notes or somehow because I like went into my spam and was like going through stuff And one of them is like, I think for somebody's class, like an English class, I had to write about like things that I like. And I used to go to like a shit ton of like rap concerts in high school. And so I wrote about that. And I wrote about the time when I went to Tyler, the creator and like, do you remember Matt Quinn? Yeah. Yep. He, so he and I were like the two diehard, like Tyler fans. We went with like Brian and um, Portia and I think somebody else. But anyways, it was also the first time I ever took Adderall. So I like wrote this little thing about it and I found it and I was like, oh, also Matt Quinn like punched a guy in the face that night, which is probably my favorite part of that story. Good but job, Matt. Good job. I, I know I had written it down somewhere or for some reason it was in my email or my spam or whatever. And um, I was like, that's literally so funny that it happened right before we were about to talk because you had the blue donut um odd future sweatshirt and so did I and we were like the only it's a bold piece of clothing I will say so you get noticed for it (laughs) that's right everyone thinks it's like a Simpsons hoodie and you're like yes fuck face this is odd future like come on now like get with the times um yeah I think we clicked like that and I mean like I I think we just knew each other throughout high school we might have had like a probably like across twitter because we both tweeted a lot in high school i feel like and i feel like we probably had like a health class or something together yeah maybe we had health together i i absolutely like i mean like we stayed in con- you're one of the few people from high school i still stay in contact with um oh good but yeah exactly um <laughs> but um yeah no i think we knew each other through twitter because i remember going to lo and just being like really quiet and then i got uh into that group with like Harrison and um like Galileo and all those people yeah you remember that group yeah yeah of course I still talk to Montana yeah how's uh oh yeah Montana like randomly like sent me a meme one day and then he was like oh wait fuck wrong Spencer and I was was, like (laughs) enjoy the meme anyways I was like thanks Montana I hope you're doing well bud and um yeah no Montana was a gem Montana like the other day like Montana like I don't know he fucking like hated everyone too and I was just like oh yeah that's the best part about him he's such a fucking character because he is so confident and so douchey and hates everybody but everybody likes him I mean he was always like nice to me and Alex like all three of us yeah. were friends and like we yeah. lunch and stuff because we were like on leadership together but oh my god yeah Montana. funny guy good guy good yeah Montana shout out to Montana um but yeah that was because because we went to LO together and I think because when I first got there I think I was like really quiet and then I redownloaded yeah. Twitter and that's when I started like photoshopping people I think oh yeah random shit and that was that was the prime the prime days of of Spencer and then uh I got angsty and just I don't know shut off from I hung out with like Rocky and uh Chris Nesbitt uh (laughs) do you have Rocky on Snapchat 
No, I I deleted him uh, like a long time ago. I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. I can't. I'm getting to a point where I can't. But I do love to watch. You know. Are they still cringy? Because I remember when he like first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, Same as always. I mean, I, like I loved him. Like I mean, I literally have not talked to him since probably like sophomore year of high school, junior year. Like I hung out with him for one year and was like, back when like one of my friends was dating his brother. But um. You know, he's playing shows and he's vibing. Good for him. I'll glad say that, yeah. Glad he's pursuing his dream. Yeah, and as he should. I mean, he was talented, but... Um, he really is, yeah. Dude, Dude's wild. Dude is insane. Um, no, I actually... Because I, I got close to his brother, Joey. Um, mm-hmm. Like, because we worked at a restaurant together for like a year. And so like... And then Bass also worked at that restaurant too. And... Mm. Um, that they were they were too much they were they were oh yeah probably like a show yeah yeah it was it was insane like they it was they would basically they'd like serve for an hour and then uh they'd go like go take a pop break like every like hour like out in the car and like rocky was like waiting for them or like bat or if it was like bass is off they'd be waiting (laughs) and they'd just be like sketchy people like outside in like the what restaurant was this at uh chevy's the oh classic yeah i was just listening to you talking to kim on your last episode oh kimberly miss kimberly yeah and then uh cj worked there tall cj worked there too oh yeah as well he was a host um and i remember i think so did morgan for like a summer or something right did she or maybe she worked at like fuddruckers or some shit morgan worked at fuddruckers i believe Uh, yeah yeah i think morgan worked at fuddruckers because i think the yellow people it was when we graduated, it was me, CJ, Bass, Joey. Um, I don't think maybe Mattern worked there. Or I don't know. Oh, no. Somebody. I don't know what his fucking name was. But, uh, oh, no. Poops. Lauren Lauren worked there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, like, towards the back, like, Mishner came. And then Love him. Yeah. Mishner, yes. He's a good guy. And then Pranov started working there. Pranav lasted like three weeks and uh, he just like got onto bigger and better. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to college with my he goes to college with my sister and like I love how thus far we've just been talking about people, but like but he he goes to college at the, at the same place that my sister goes and um we knew nobody else there. And so I was like, okay, I'll give you his number because like you'll probably need an alcohol hookup or something. And like mm-hmm. just so it's somebody that you know at least, somebody who can keep eyes on you. And because um, I was like, I mean, we were like kind of friends and stuff. And so we're still whatever. But like, um, yeah. So I like hooked them up. I was like, okay, Pranav, you watch Tess. Tess, you tell me what's up. Like, <laughs> like, that's the babysitter I chose for my sister when she went oh, across yeah. the country. Yeah, the best, the best yeah. babysitter in the whole world. The, exactly. Um, I, I hope his, his brother is going to, you know, carry on the legacy. He's going to, his, his little brother or was it Premier or what was it? Premier. Premier, yeah. dude. I remember pulling up in like my Algebra 2 class and fucking Premier was like sitting there, got the whole thing. I fucking, I think I failed. I was like in this oh like my God, seventh yeah. grader, like just like outdid me. And I was like, okay, this, you know, hurts my confidence a little bit. But uh, yeah. the kid was, the, yeah, the, they're both, we were like extremely intelligent and, you know, maybe, maybe not outside of school, but they were, you know. <laughs> They're pretty intelligent, but, um, so, and I, I guess we can, 
we can I don't know do we do we keep do we talk about Fight Club then if we're talking about Pranov do we oh I feel like that's at least a good story to have do you okay did you well did you ever go to one I went to because there were four of them right or four yeah I think there were three maybe I feel like I went to the second or I ran into Pranov at a Taco Bell after one maybe (laughs) or something like that I don't know he like sent me like the face with him where he was just like bleeding and oh, I made yeah. a t-shirt out of that and then yeah. um I forget I, so I was there for like the third one I know and then where it got like shut down by the cops was that whatever. the one at Uplands because that's like the last one I remember and I never went to any of them but I remember it was another night that I was <laughs> buying Adderall I think probably off like Jack and he lived up at Uplands mm-hmm. very close and like I picked up like Aiden and probably like a couple of those other guys because they were like had to run they had to get out of there yeah it was um I remember basically they went to it was at Uplands and I swear to god there had to be like two or three hundred kids I don't know if that's like over exaggerating but like it seemed like a fuck ton of kids went and then we pulled up and then the cops pulled up and everybody ran and then uh like a group of us went down to uh fucking like Westlake Park Mm-hmm. to go continue it right across from the elementary school. Oh, yeah. And that was because um, it was Prana fighting Willie. And <laughs> a little, little backstory here on Fight Club. So Fight Club was exactly what it sounds like. It was, um, I think it first started off with uh, this guy, Prana, basically getting stoned with a bunch of other people, correct? And Yeah. I, they were, and then they started just boxing. They started boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They started boxing, and then they posted video of it, and they're like, oh, we got to do it again. We got to do Fight Club again. So they did a second one, and that one was, I don't think, as big, but, and then people started to hear about it more and more, and then it eventually, uh, like, the school got involved because the it school- got on the news. Like, they yeah. interviewed him right in front of his house. Yeah, and they were yeah. like, they were like, does this have any connection to the book? And he was like, no, I just want to fucking <laughs> box. Like, like you fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, um, he was, and then the third one happened, and then we went down the Westlake, and it was Pranov versus Willie. And I remember Pranov and them, like, because we were on, like, some slippery, like, mulch or something like that, and there were a good, like, 40 of us at that point, and um B Haws ref the fight. It was so fucking funny. It was just like oh my god. I, he was just like he was like ah no one else is gonna do it. And he like got in the middle and he like refed it and then fucking Pranov and Willie like punched for a little bit and then they swung at each other again and they both like fell backwards and <laughs> Willie just like puked and I was like this dude's concussed guys. I was like this oh. ain't good and and then uh i was like do, do we need to take him to a doctor or anything and they were like no bro he's fine he's fine he'll get up again <laughs> and then and then it turned into they're like all right who's gonna fight now who's who's not a pussy who's gonna fucking fight now and then like people were like egging other people on and um i think i don't know some like weird afro kid like volunteered i don't know if it was uh bryce uh I don't know, some, maybe, I don't know, some dude, like, also volunteered, and then they fought, and then, like, the the kid with the afro, like, got the shit beat out of him, and that was, oh, God, that was too much, and then there was another one, and then I think the cops came again, and uh, who, who is the really, like, other than Sam, uh, the kid who went on Fox News and argued with that guy, do you remember him? 
Daniel Vogel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Daniel, like, like the cops rolled up, and then he was, like, fucking, like, filming them the whole time. He's like, I've got your ID badge. Am I being detained? Am I being detained? I've got my ID badge, and I was just like, dude, they're not going to fucking arrest a bunch of- Get your ass handed to you by Tucker Carlson, like, (laughs) please. (laughs) That was so embarrassing. That was the biggest cringe I've ever seen in my life when he went on Fox News. That was- That's what they do. That's what he does, though. Like, Tucker Carlson will, like, drag on people who have no business talking about what they're going to talk about, but they're really hyped about it, and it's like- Uh, you can't i mean you can't talk circles around like a news anchor but anyways no of course Daniel not. <laughs> <laughs> hope you're doing hope you're doing well Daniel. yeah i don't shout out i think he blocked me on twitter so i mean like he'll, he'll never for sure same i for sure got into some twitter beef with him that yeah. is one thing i will say that i missed from adolescence is like it's definitely not appropriate to like <laughs> get into a fight over twitter oh i used to God. fight over twitter all the time no i <laughs> all the time i, I I, I loved it. Like getting into like, I don't know, like random beef with people. I mean, like at the time when I was just like, I don't know, I was just like a dickhead too. Like, I feel like during those ages and like when they put up, um, I don't know, like I'd get into it like Farrah every once in a while too. That was, that was always fun. But like looking back on mm-hmm. it, she was always right. Like, cause I'm just a stupid, like. Yeah, she's, uh, she's smarter than a lot of us, I would say. No, like, 100%. She like has much more like, you know progressive views I feel like since so many people did at that age and she like yeah she's very smart yeah and I mean like I don't know like a majority of us were just like stupid cis white men and we were just like I don't know yeah beefing for no reason and um yeah I I don't know like looking back on it I was like "Mm, yeah you were you were right and like I had uh I think I had testing with her maybe like after high school or something or I don't know like I ran into her and I was just like Farrah I'm so sorry for how big of a piece of shit I was in high school oh my god like I was like I'm so sorry I didn't mean because I got dude I was I I got the fucking meninist shirt do you remember that oh that was the like Pete Gross like Spencer like I got that for like like wait hold on your audio is like crackling a little bit oh it is oops yeah Can can you hear it now yeah I mean it is but it's like a little like wavy we were talking about Ella. Oh yeah. So like, yeah, Farrah was a lot smarter than all of us going back on that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck else now who, who just like totally like peaked like in high school. I'm not talking. I, I, you know, and this is a I podcast don't know. where I don't give but a shit. I was, I, I'm trying to think. I think there are a lot of people who like were on a high in high school and then they went off and kind of did college like the same way that most of their peers did or whatever. And now mm-hmm. they're, you know, a lot of people are like at the same level exiting college and like where they're going to go for their next job. Cause but, you, I mean, cause you, people. cause you took a different path too, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I went to U of O for two weeks, realized I didn't like it, came home, started going to PSU and then got my real estate license, like three or four months after I dropped out, I started studying for like the day of my 19th birthday. And you're the youngest real estate broker in Portland, correct? I was, I was for a little bit, like right when I first got licensed, I was 19. So I was the youngest. Um, Congratulations. Portland Metro. That's fucking dope though. Look at you. Like that's, that's like, it, and even like, you know, I, I'm sure you're fantastic at it. I mean, the houses you show on your Snapchat too, like, damn, like, 
you're selling those exactly. left and right. The, the people that I work for, the standard is very, very high. So mm -hmm. I have to just continually like be working at it. Like my New Year's resolutions for the, and I mean, like I love working for them. I would literally rather never, like I would not rather work anywhere else. Like, Excellent. Honestly. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool. I get to see a lot of cool stuff every day. I'm always doing something new, but um, yeah, I don't even remember what I was saying. I mean, I, I think that it's, it's, it's excellent to take a different path. Cause I mean, like, sure. Like everyone, I mean, I know has pretty much like that. I mean, at least I was in my class. I mean, they've at least graduated and gone and done, I mean, something else. And I, I took the route of, um, cause like I went to PCC for four years and it usually takes people like two years, but I was just like, I don't know, working and like doing other shit too. And, you know, I don't know, just learning my independence and whatnot. And, um it's I, I feel like I don't know like at LO like I feel like going to PCC was like frowned upon by people oh yeah oh yeah you're expected to go to like a four-year university for sure yeah because like you would get people that say like oh I just got accepted to U of O or I just got accepted to OSU and they wouldn't like make a big deal out of it and um, I think I talked about this on the last episode, but yeah, um, I, I, I think there was definitely like a set standard for people at LO. Um, cause like moving there, I mean, junior year, I mean, it was such a difference. Um, I mean, compared to, um, like North Carolina standards, like it was like, cause there, I mean, at LO, I mean, there was just like regular and then there was AP, correct? Or was there honors mm -hmm. in between or? Yeah, there was regular and AP. Yeah. But oh, actually there was honors. There's honors English, I think all the way up until like senior year. And then it's AP. Yeah. Cause, um, cause like back in the South, they had it where it was like regular and that would be like, I don't know. That was, that's just like people who are like just there to get their degree pretty much. And they don't give a shit about anything. And they're like barely passing. And there's honors, which was our standard pretty much. And then their AP would probably be like the honors English pretty much like nothing, um, you know, nothing like, uh, what LO had, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I can't believe that I went to that high school. Like I feel, I, I like low key feel like embarrassed. Like when I say, yeah, I went to like a studio high school when I like tell people and they like, <laughs> look at me and they're like, no, you didn't. And I'm like, yeah, I did. So it depends on where you are. The reaction that you get depends on where you are for sure. I mean, I think people like within similar school districts kind of like, you know, know the reputation of LO just as they, you know, know the reputation of Jesuit and you mm -hmm. know people have their judgments and stuff. But I, I do know people who I went to high school with who like were afraid of saying that they went to LO for sure. Yeah. Like, we would and, say like West Lynn even or something else. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't tell people that I lived in like, oh, when I moved here, I'm like, yeah, I moved to Portland. Like, I, I don't, I don't say, yeah, like Oswego. No, yeah. I say, yep, nope, I live in Portland. It's, uh, but for sure. But I mean, LO is such like a wacky place because I mean, yeah, it was predominantly white, but there was also like, I don't know, the groups there were like insane. Like, because um, mm -hmm. they're like, I feel like, I don't know, how, how would you like break down like the groups of people? Because like, we definitely had like theater kids there. The theater kids we'll, we'll talk about and the ones who made out in yeah. the halls with each other. Yes. Um, there were definitely, so there was definitely the theater kids, but there was so much like crossover, like, yeah, at least in my friend group, like I had a friend who was in band. I had a friend who did theater and I was on student council. And then I had another friend of my friend group that was on student council and 
um, you know, Cameron did Black Student Union, all that kind of stuff. So there's definitely like a lot of crossover, but I think there are like for sure social groups. A lot of the kids like went to grade school together, middle school together. They're already kind of hanging out, and I feel like those are like a lot of pop. All a lot of the popular kids kind of follow that route, mm-hmm. and then, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really liked my friend group. I thought we were having a good time. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, everyone that was in your friend group was pretty, pretty, you know, dope. I mean, I love Cameron to death, and mm-hmm. um, you know, other than that, I don't really talk to too many other people. But no, you had a good group of friends that were pretty supportive. There wasn't anybody, you know. Like very smart, but also like wild. Yeah, that would, that's exactly how to describe it. You all were very intelligent, but you were also wild and that, you know, that's fantastic in the end. But, um, so those theater kids, we'll, we'll talk about those now. So I hated what it, <laughs> I hated, um, no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do with like the singing at like 10 o'clock in the morning in the hallways. I couldn't deal with that um the worst and and this is a little bit like off topic but like the choir kids that group Mm -hmm. of like choir kids did you ever see the snapchat when they went to new york what they did yes when when the when they took a red eye there yeah oh wait no you go ahead so there was there was the one when they went to new york and i remember they were on a red eye flight and the plane landed at like 5 a.m i remember waking up the next morning and seeing the snap on someone's story um and they were singing like, thank you, thank oh. you, thank you. Like like at six o'clock in the fucking morning on a red eye flight. And I'm like, I would have like yelled at them like, if I was on a sure, I don't plane. even, like we're not even clapping when the plane lands, like let alone singing and harmonizing. <laughs> too much. People that clap when the plane lands just need to like yeah. fucking get like, I don't know, put in jail, like put in prison yeah. for like <laughs> at least 10 years. But okay, so they went to, yeah, the, I don't know, the choir kids, like, they were, they were overly cringy. And like, uh, like Sophie, like my friend, yeah, she fucking, she knows yeah. they were cringy. She doesn't like to admit it, but like I've called her out she on it. Choir, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was like one of the, the lead choir uh, people. There was, I mean, like CJ was in it too. I don't know. CJ was like, I think he did it because he was like, um, I'm a, edgy pretty boy who can sing too and um love it love it um Aww. have you talked to- what, <laughs> have what you talked to him to have no yeah Mm-mm. um honestly no i have noticed there are some people i feel like who just lost track of but um somebody that i really wish i didn't lose track of speaking of you know an interesting genre of people we went to high school with um fuck what's her name skyla with her baby Nevaeh, do you not? Do you remember that, or did that happen my freshman year? There was a pregnant person at LO. <laughs> this happened. Oh my god! You would have had a, such a field day with this if you were there when this happened. But it must have been like my freshman year, because um, you came my sophomore year. And um, oh my god! So she, so okay, so there was this girl, and she was like the type of girl who has like inch of eyeliner like tons of like ear piercings and stuff like wears the you know ripped acid wash jeans from Hollister mm-hmm. that kind of deal and the Osiris um, shoes what oh the Osiris shoes <laughs> yeah yeah and her boyfriend was is that type of guy but he would literally drive a, a dirt bike I think to school like it wasn't a motorcycle but it was like <laughs> It was a bike that was getting him around and he was wearing a full leather outfit to prove it. But that was no motorcycle. I'll tell you that much. 
Oh my god. That sounds like um do you remember that couple uh your junior year uh Dakota and uh the and other John, person? He did parkour on the walls and they would like make out in the hallway. Oh, that was yeah. that was so gross. That was they would I, I Okay, so I I have honesty time here. So Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Diver or David, somebody was. Um, he came up to me during lunch, and because we would we would go sit in the library with uh, Miss Arndt. Shout out Miss Arndt, fantastic oh, yeah. human out, being, dude. The goat. Um, and we would. Um, they came from gym, and they were like, "Yeah, we just saw Dakota and his girlfriend go up to the wrestling room by themselves." And oh God. I was like, I had it with these two. And I went and I told Miss Arndt, I'm like, there are students having sex in the wrestling room right now, Miss Arndt. And she oh was like, no, I was, I was, that was the biggest bitch move, but I was so sick of it because you'd walk around and they'd either be like making out in the hallway or, um, I don't know. They were, and she was, she was batshit crazy too. She was, I, I don't know like what was wrong with her, yeah, but like, I, I I remember um like being in because they they wanted me to take like the freshman speech class because I hadn't taken it oh, yeah, yeah. before, but I I swear to God I took something like it in North Carolina and I literally like had to like get in contact with my old high school and be like no I fucking oh, took God. this class because I don't want to be in class with a bunch of fucking ugly ass freshmen fourteen year olds <laughs> yeah fourteen year olds pretty much and I remember being in there for like one class and um she like brought in like her pressed leaves and she's like, these are my babies. And she showed everyone like all of her pressed leaves. And then she like, no offense to it, but like at the time she like brought out her crystals. And like back then I was like, what the fuck's wrong with yeah. you? Like you fucking weirdo. Now I'm just like, yeah, okay. That's normal in Portland. It's like back then. Now, yeah. yeah. Now it's standard. Like you got to have your uh, tiger's eye and your fucking, uh, I don't know what other kinds of crystals. Your rose quartz. Yeah. Your rose quartz. That's exactly. I, mean, I won't lie. I do have a configuration of various crystals on my uh, nightstand, but no, they're know. they're healing powers. Now, now we've. I mean, woke. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily like have a opinion about them really either way. I just think they're pretty, and I've gotten them as gifts. But I'm not like, let me soak up all the confidence and joy from this fucking amethyst. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's gonna take a lot more work. Do the do the uh the fucking uh God, what the the what what do you the when you light it and it gives off the scent? What is that? Uh oh, incense? incense. Incense. I'm yeah. so fucking incest? stupid. Yeah, incest. <laughs> the incest. Yeah, you light the incest and it Smells goes so on. But yeah, incest is a beautiful smell. But um I, I don't know. And then um I mean like I don't know, the couples were just like unhinged at LO too. I mean yeah. they um I remember um, who was the gentleman who ha- who was on the Sugar Daddy account? Oh, Mr. McNeil. Yeah, Mr. McNeil. There we go. There I, we go. Did I, wait? I'm the one that aired that shit out, though. I thought you did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the broken news. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. Do you want to know how it happened? Yes, I do. So, so it was like Halloween, 2017. So like we had just graduated and we like had just started school, but I had already dropped out by then. And I was like, I was um, down in Corvallis, like for the first time. And I was chilling with Morgan and she followed a girl on Cinsta who said that she saw Mr. McNeil on 
like on what what is it seeking arrangements like the sugar daddy site and um and i think he has like an inheritance or something like that probably um it it had to be it had to be that dude was so weird teachers probably get paid nicely but not that nice but um something like that and so then morgan and i like went and made um a sugar daddy account like with no Mm -hmm. pictures and we found um a person that i know like a family friend (laughs) (laughs) and i can't go into more detail than it or about that but when i did bring it up to a member in my family they were like yeah but i know about that (laughs) yeah it's common knowledge that this dude's a sugar daddy. It's shaman, common knowledge, right? I guess. Like, um, okay. Yeah, in McNeil, I remember we were coming back, or I went and used the bathroom, and there were people making out in the hallway right by McNeil's class, and I literally, like, walked in there, and we were in the middle of, like, doing a lesson, and I was like, I was like, McNeil, there are people making out there in the hallway, and he's like, no, they're not, and and they were like, like, somebody else, like, piped up too they're like yeah there are people making out in the hallway right now like in our whole like english this is like senior english and our whole like class was like you gotta go bust them mcneil you gotta go bust them and like mcneil like walked out in the hallway and we just hear him go excuse me the hallways are not for making out and he just like walked inside too and it was just like the most awkward thing we we're all just like trying not to laugh like so hard but um no that dude was okay oh- about the weird kids, though, at school, I will say, I mean, you know, weird, subjective, I guess, mm-hmm. but they're fucking the most, for sure, in high school. Oh, the, for sure the they were piping. Are fucking, for sure. Like, I feel like most, it was, like, not cool to, like, hook up, like, in high school until, like, a certain age, but it was, like, you were a hoe if you were, like, 15, 14, hooking up with people. No, like, I get that. I, I, I personally didn't hook up with anyone at, um, at LO. Um, but I mean, like, I know like after like, yeah, you just find out like more and more shit, but like th- those kids, those theater kids, they were fucking like finger fucking each other, like constantly like sure. in the hallway, oh, um, like in the auditorium, in the hallway. Yeah. I had a series on my Twitter, like freshman year. Cause this couple, you remember the girl with, like, the red hair, and she used to wear, like, heels and, like, a dress to school? Maybe yes. you didn't. Oh, yes. Allie? Yeah, you know. So, yeah. Um, her, her Snapchat was something along the lines of dark succubus, and um, Alex got all, she sent him all these Snapchats, like, one day, and he was like, I'm going to save them, and you're going to open them on your birthday, and that's your birthday present, because this girl, and she confronted me also about this, so I would, like, take pictures of her and her boyfriend. Cause they would just be making out all the time, like hands in each other's like jackets and shit like that. And I was like, this is so absurd. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take like a long range zoomed in photo walking yeah. to school or in the hallway right now. And so I would like post them and I'd be like, love is blind and just like shit like that. <laughs> like, actions, I guess. And um, she, and so this went on for almost a year and she was in my, um, like oh sophomore year she's in my sophomore year history class and at the end of it oh no freshman I think yeah and at the end of it we had model UN and I think she was somehow we were on the same in the same committee or like in the same group on finals day and she confronted me she's like so I was like somebody told me that like your friend Alex and like you are like making fun of me and taking pictures of me and all this stuff and I was like Man, I still want to have a pipeline to this girl, so I am going to blame it on Alex. Like, that's where I'm going with this one. 
<laughs> Poor Alex. Come on, throwing him under the bus um, like that. Alex has a Alex had a great pathway to people like that. Everybody loves him. I don't know if I could survive that kind of accusation, but he totally could. From her at least, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's um I mean, everyone was just so fucking musty there too that like did that stuff. Like that this is like a plus musty and like Ella like wasn't even like ratchet. They were just like like a group of like ratchet people. Um do you remember do you remember Ronnie? Yeah. And she brought the the fake gun to school or something like that. I don't I don't know the details of that one, but yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. There yeah, was, there was I, a lot of crazy stuff that happened, I feel like in the bathrooms too. What like, like somebody people like smoked weed in there like people like the art hall bathroom i know a couple girls that suck dick in there um, oh yeah oh it's, it's just like that is so out of pocket and was it was it your class because y'all had a wild y'all's class was wild it was yeah it was girls in my class like hooking up with like senior guys i think like senior or junior guys <laughs> like when we were young when we were like sophomores or something Ew. Um God. What the fuck, Ello? What y'all are supposed to be white Christian just children who don't break the rules. Hey, and... it's the young life kids that go the hardest, I'll tell you that. Oh, one. dude, those they really <laughs> those at, at, young life kids all around just they fucking go hard and like you yeah. make fun of them for it and they get so offended and you're like, no, we're calling you out on your bullshit here. Like Oh, I was a young life kid. Oh, you were? I was a young life kid. Yeah, I mean, I was a young life kid up until I think like sophomore year because I went mm-hmm. to the camp like before freshman year and we had like these leaders who were like, who would go to church with us and, like we would have like Bible study and stuff like that and like just meetings. And um, it was like all these girls and then we had two leaders and then the two leaders were married to two men who were like the leaders of like the guys young life group. So it was a whole thing and it was like kind of cool to do, I guess I would say at the mm-hmm. time. But um, it got like so. Yeah, I didn't go to camp like after freshman year, whatever. Blah blah blah. But I got to a point where I like came to a fork in the road, and I was like, "Well, do I want to spend Wednesday night doing this, or do I want to spend Wednesday night doing something else, like drinking or smoking weed?" And I had to choose one over the other, and I chose one that's drinking and smoking weed. Yeah. You know what? (laughs) You know what? It's not God. He's not the one watching over me. I'd say I don't know about that. <laughs> I, was, I was I can't believe that was me. Like I'm on their Facebook for sure wearing like my Patagonia fleece, like at <laughs> meetings on Monday night. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. No, I was <laughs> yeah, no, my parents never made me go to that shit. My parents were they were just like, if you believe in Jesus, you don't got to go to church or something like oh that. God. They were never. You're they, so lucky. Oh, my God. It's insane because, like, growing up in the South, too, because, like, everyone's always like, what church do you go to? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't go to church. I sleep in on my Sundays. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. um, and now it's still the same. Like, it's it's still, like, I don't know. And, like, I feel like going to church now, too, is, like, such a crazy concept as well like in the past like two years like i'll still see like people on like tinder they're like yeah looking for a boo to go to church and then get brunch with after oh, no. and i'm like that's fucking foul like where are your so locations cool. like fucking oregon city like where <laughs> where is your location set to 
I've got I've got a twenty five mile radius. I've got oh, okay. I've, I've um oh, oh god, so you are getting you're getting quite a bit, yeah. So I get a good range. I get a good range. Um no, yeah, I I'm trying to think. Yeah, Damascus girls are the ones that are like by the Clackamas Town Center, those are the craziest uh oh, girls for sure. for sure. Um I've had so many bad experiences with like girls <laughs> at like Clackamas Town Center. Like um I went oh my to because I I know we'll we'll air we'll air the tea here. Please but um that. yeah, so let's see the first one. Uh, I matched with this girl and I pulled up and she, uh, she was, and I mean, I understand I'm overweight, but like, she was like 50 to like 70 pounds more than her profile picture too, which, um, oh my God. which was not that great. And she also oh had, <laughs> I feel so terrible Wait, saying did she, that. Like, facetune her photos, you think? Or did I, she she had like, to really have. Old? Or it's the angles. I don't know. It, it was either because you can, I don't know. Like, I have my angles where it's like, I don't know. My gut's not there, but. Um. <laughs> we all have our angles for sure. Let's yeah, for sure. Angles. And um, it's like, so I pulled up and she uh, she worked at Ulta too, which was, I don't know. It should have been a red flag there because anyone that works at <laughs> Ulta, that's, you know, a red flag. But um, she came out and I kid you not, like fucking Joaquin Phoenix, like Joker ass makeup. And she, no. I, and that's because she should know better. Yeah, it was terrible because like the contour wasn't there. Like I don't know, like if she like found some like shitty YouTube tutorial or something, or she just like woke up and she no. was like, "I'm gonna be an extra clown." Got ready in the dark, like yeah, yeah, never yeah. Know. And um, she was like, "Can you take me?" Or no. So I was like, "Okay, well, let's go get a bite to eat." And um. There was a Chick-fil-A and a Red Robin next to each other. And I was like, oh, you You're know, like, let's. Take your pick, babe. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, yo, I think Chick-fil-A would be pretty. I think Chick-fil-A would be pretty dope. We can get drive through. I don't got to deal with you for too long. And she was like, no, let's go to Red Robin. Red Robin's my favorite restaurant. That's, that's, a, that's another fucking red flag when someone's favorite restaurant is Red Robin, too. Oh. I've yeah. had the worst. Yeah, the, the worst dates are always at Red Robin because I don't know. They're... Really? You've had more than one? Yeah, I have. It's insane. No. I... <laughs> and um, oh so, so we went there, and I remember texting my mom in the parking lot. I was like, please call me and get me out of this and this is like when I started dating people oh my and my God. mom goes nope you're stuck there go have a fun time and I was like damn it mom <laughs> so I had to so I had to like stay there and um I did the best I could I made the most awkward conversation I could possible and she's like can you take me home and I was like sure how far away are you and I pulled up on the map and she was like 35 to 40 minutes away and I was like Fuck. <laughs> and we were driving and she goes are you a good driver it doesn't seem like you're a good driver and i literally was like pulling out of the parking lot and i was like oh uh i'm a pretty decent driver now looking back on it no i'm not a good driver whatsoever like i have That's a big okay, old fucking yeah, yeah no i have a big old fucking <laughs> dent in the side of my car and uh so she basically oh and then i had a piece of like dandruff in my eye and she literally like without telling me like reached over and she like grabbed the dandruff out of my eye and like plucked it out and I was like 
Oh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> yeah, touch my face, please. Oh, yeah, my God. I'm, I don't know where your grubby little fingers have been all over a Red Robin hamburger. Like, harassing <laughs> a Red Robin hamburger just in front of me or, like, some, I don't know, some fucking chicken tenders or something. And then yeah. uh, she, oh, and then uh, I gave her the, I was like, oh, do you want to put on your music? And she said, sure. And she put on the ox and it was some like god awful like country music, of course, of course. Oh, and no. um it was um so after the song ended, I think I was like, Oh, I, I can't hear my GPS. I need to put my phone <laughs> back in. <laughs> and I plugged it in and I, I don't know, I was like blasting rap music or something. She's like, Your your music swear sure has a lot of swear words in it. And I was like, Yep, it does. And I just kind of like turned up the volume. Fuck yeah, and, it does. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Like that's the only way it should. And um I tuned, I turned it up and we didn't talk too much on the ride back. And then uh, we pulled up to her house and it was like, um, I don't, I don't know how to fucking describe, like the fence, like when you pull up to the house, like the fence was like, I don't know, at like an angle, like at like a, let's say like a 160 degree angle or something like that. There was like trash in the yard, like there was a tire too. And I was just oh like, God. And I was like, all right, we're here. And she's like, well, are you going to give me a hug before you go? And I was like, yep, sure. And I gave her like one of those like awkward, like that, side yeah. arm, arm hugs. And she got out and I uh, never talked to her again. And um, that was, that was um, one of my bad Clackamas Town Center experiences. And it's just, yeah, not, not a fan of, uh, oh you know, meeting up with people at Clackamas Town Center now. Not, not a fan. Yeah. But, I've I've had one experience where I've needed somebody to, like where I've emergency texted been like get me the fuck out of this like please like f- make up an emergency. Can we can we talk about it or is it? Is yeah. It oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. It was yeah. It was like hilarious. Yes. Okay. I mean, I okay. Please. Have, I don't have like a lot of like going on dates like want like first dates with people like. But you weren't a Tinder slut like me. No, no, but I went on like two like hinge dates. I think like. Uh, like a year and a half ago I don't know Mm -hmm. but um oh god okay so I went to I'm just trying to like remember so I went to um this like Thai restaurant in the Pearl with this guy Mm -hmm. and first he didn't pay for me which was the first red flag and then we were like sitting down we're talking he's like so what are you looking for and I was just like what (laughs) I was like okay probably not this but I was, like, just being nice and, like, whatever, and we were talking about stuff, and I don't know why, like, I wasn't gonna hook up with him, so I don't know why I, like, went to his apartment, but, like, I don't know, we were just chilling and whatever, and, like, whatever, I knew I had to go in, like, a certain amount of time, but I could not stand this guy, like, I was supposed to leave at, you know, maybe, like, 8.30, and I was gonna go meet a friend at the nines at departure, um, but, like, Morgan and stuff and her sister, but, yeah. like, Okay. Oh my God. I'm so bad at telling stories. I feel like, but so no, I like, fantastic. I was maybe like, like probably 15 minutes into hanging out with this guy at his house. Mm-hmm. And, um, I texted Alex. And I'm like, dude, you really got to get me out of this. Like fake an emergency call me. Like it's gotta be a huge deal. Alex calls me <laughs> and I turn up my volume all the way so he can hear, like, you know what I mean? If he's like listening, mm-hmm. he can hear that there's an emergency on the other line for sure. And Alex starts like screaming. Michael is his little brother, and he starts screaming, "Michael, hit my car! Like, 
you have to you have to come here like you have to come meet us like at the hospital blah, blah, all this stuff and I'm like trying to feed into it and I'm like okay like wh- okay um I'm about I don't know how far away I am like what hospital and, and he like pauses and I'm like Meridian Park okay I think I'm about 20 minutes away <laughs> and I'm like sorry gotta go like jet the fuck out of there and um that's the only time and then I went on one other day and we saw Michael Rappaport do stand up which was you know Michael Rappaport <laughs> what a date that's great <laughs> isn't that insane dude oh my god that's that's ins- that's fantastic. That's a that's a Never decent date. Never hung out with either of them ever again. But like, I guess Michael Rappaport like just started doing stand up like at the time that we went to go see him, or like uh-huh. he's been doing it for a little bit. But that man is ridiculous. He is angry about everything, and I was just like, this is gonna be such an insane story. I feel like just the fact that at first date we went to go see Michael Rappaport do stand up and never spoke again. That you, you know what? That you, 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 that's that's a great experience to me. You got to see fucking Michael Rappaport. The you know um, the one time I've only seen stand up once, and this was before. Uh, it's before Louis uh, master. Well, he did, oh, but yep. it's before he came forward and was like, "Yeah, I masturbated in front of all those people." So um, I was like, uh, I was supposed. To, I went to go see Louis, and I was like. Asking like multiple people, I was like, "Oh, do you want to go see Louis C.K.? Do you want to go see Louis C.K.?" And they're like, "No, I'm out of town," or "No, I don't like Louis." So I took my friend Sarah, who we're no longer friends with anymore. Um, okay. And she's tea. she's T T. Uh, she's Christian, and uh, she's like very Christian. Like she was, she's like a young lifer. Like she would, she'd like oh, go God. there and um, like abstinence. She'd be offended. Yeah, yeah, exactly, oh, exactly. No. So I was worried about it his first fucking joke for 20 minutes is about getting an abortion pretty much and he's oh. just like and literally i looked over her face the whole time and she was just like like she just straight oh faced God. and like not laughing and i was like i was peeing my pants over it but it was just yeah. like and he, he just he like went into it for like 20 minutes and um <laughs> yeah, that was that was it wasn't a date but it was um no it was i don't know she she wasn't laughing at that she didn't find it too funny so i was like yeah okay whatever and i'm enjoying like one it. of the he's like a really great stand-up comedian like whatever he did you know no. uh, it was separating that he is a really great stand-up comedian but the only people that i've seen live are seinfeld and my car before you've seen seinfeld live yeah. oh shannon i, I saw didn't know seinfeld that. live with my parents yeah, like a couple yes. years ago, it was really amazing. He's he was super funny. You're the only person like, who I sh- share a love of Seinfeld with too. I can't I find know. anyone else our age that fucking likes Seinfeld like us. Dude, but. Do you want to see my Seinfeld clock that I have in my room? I do. I do. Okay. Oh my god. That's amazing. Right? That's kind of uh, cool. I, I, yeah, no, that's- We love it. I, yeah, we love it. That's that's gonna be on Antiques Roadshow one day. And it's gonna be For like, sure. did you know that this is actually worth like $10 million? And you'll be like, <laughs> I didn't know. I got it at a garage <laughs> sale. I just didn't. I, I fucking love like watching um, 
when they're they're like, yeah, I found this shit or this shit was passed down to me from like a from a relative, and they're like, this is a two million dollar uh, antique yeah. Navajo blanket that uh, was you know had smallpox on it originally, and they're, <laughs> they're like crying over it, and those are or the, the best. Reverse. The or reverse is, I think, better when they think something is like real, and they come in and it's like it's costume jewelry, like. <laughs> My grandmother gave this to my mother on her wedding day, and my mother gave it to me on my wedding day. And apparently it's 11 carats, and my great-grandmother smuggled it through the Holocaust and um, came here and made a life for herself. It's, like, worth $12, and it's rusty. <laughs> what a letdown. What what a show. Um, so, so, so before... You know, uh, so COVID, you were still doing the real estate. Did what was the last uh, concert you saw before uh, COVID oh, hit? Okay, because so you're you're going... a concert goer too. Well, I will tell you this. So I was like, I in high school, I went to like a ton of rap concerts. Like I was mm-hmm. like so, and I saw Tyler. I saw um, God, I saw Tyler like two or three times. I saw Joey Badass a couple times. Um, like a ton of, I don't know, a ton of those guys, like mm-hmm. Roseland and whatever. Yeah. And the last concert that I went to, I think, was I saw Beast Coast, so Flatbush Zombies, oh. Underachievers, and Joey Badass. And it, and Underachievers, like, literally weren't even there. But it was in Eugene at, like, Cuthbert, so, like, the big outdoor amphitheater. Yep. I did that, like, yep. two, two summers ago. But yeah, I my... decided that, like that's the only place that I can go to concerts is outdoors. Now I can't be like inside the Roseland. I was like 21 at a concert, like 20 or something like that. I went to go see YG with Mothob and I was suffocating. I was like, I literally, I couldn't even get through the opener. I had to leave. I was like, dude, I'm sorry, but I can't do this. No, I, I, I get that. Day. I a hundred percent get that. I mean, if you're like, not like, especially for like, um, you know, I, for, for, you know, a girl too. I mean, it's, uh, there are so many just, foul people like i can't imagine the foul people at like yg too um, oh god dude that's why matt quinn punched a guy in the face because he was like kind of like he kept like pushing matt quinn matt quinn, matt quinn. he kept mm-hmm. like pushing on him and like trying to get him out of the way and like was like kind of trying to like get near me and matt was just like okay so many things wrong with this fuck off please punch him in the face and the guy just like leaves literally left we um like, Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, just people, I, I don't even like, I, I went to, so I went to Bronson at the Roseland the first time. Um, and Cameron was there Wait. too. I was there. You were there when there. Cameron was there, which were you yeah, there for Cameron, Bronco? Cameron and I went to, yeah. Cameron and I went to action Bronson together in high school. It must've been my. I think that was year. the one before. Cause I, I saw, uh, when he did the White Bronco album, I saw him when he went to the Roseland then oh, and Mayhem. Right, and yeah, because yeah, Cameron was like, I think she was there with her parents, but um, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we ran into each other too and we kind of vibed out by each other. Um, and I remember when we first got there because I went with my friend Becca and there was literally like, we were we were standing like three like three people over and this guy was like smoking a joint and then security comes up and he's like you got it you got to go like you got to put that out now and you got to go and the guy was like i'm not you know i'm not going i'm staying here and this is fine and 
Um, I remember security put his hand on him and the guy like swung it off and then he swung at the security guard. And I remember he ran into the crowd and all of a sudden this dude gets like three feet taller and security has this dude in like a, like a fucking bear hug and is like carrying his ass out. And we were just like, like, of course the crowd was like booing and everything, but I was just like, I I cracked Becca. I was just like, okay, we're going to move over to the other side <laughs> of the concert because this isn't safe right here in the middle. And, yeah. Um, it, yeah. And I mean, I love the different atmospheres for like the different concerts too because like we saw, um, fuck, like we saw Bronson and that was a different crowd. And then like I saw like Amine when he did like the glitter pop shit and it's all just like white Oh girls. yeah, I went and to that. Yeah. And I it's all that just... and I couldn't stay at that either. That was like my second to last concert. Um. But when Cameron and I went to Action Bronson, she got, like, the back of her phone signed, and, like, she, like, loves him. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was, at that point, you know, intoxicated to the point where I did get to the front row and then fell asleep on top of one of the speakers. And then one of our guy friends had to keep, like, like, lifting me up and, like, Mm -hmm. had to, like, kind of smack me on the face a little bit and, like, Mm -hmm. Shannon, wake up. This is so dark. I can't believe I'm. <laughs> no, let's. If, if you don't want to talk I about it, we don't got to talk about it. No, I think I it's. I think it's funny. I think it's a great. Like that's bold to fall asleep on a speaker at a concert. Like, that's pretty. That's pretty bold. That's you know, and um, I, yeah. I mean, it was comfy I, I, at the time. Exactly <laughs> to be on a loud booming speaker at a rap concert and. Um, yeah. I'm glad you had guys there with you because God knows uh, what sketchy yeah. people are at those concerts. Uh, but yeah, I saw Bronson. I was actually supposed to see Bronson uh, three days or no, I think like two weeks after like we went into a lockdown. I was supposed to go see Bronson uh-huh. and that sucked. But um, no, and then I saw, yeah, but like the Roseland concerts, yeah, they, they get pretty tight and they get hot pretty oh quick because like, um, and I saw ASAP Ferg there too. And ASAP Ferg was a little sketch because, like, d- definitely people were going up on stage and like twerking on him that yeah. I don't think were of legal age. Uh, oh. So um, that freaked me out. But no, I prefer the outdoor or the outdoor venues too. Cause, like, I saw like Kendrick and Schoolboy and SZA like at an outdoor oh, venue, and God. that was fucking dope. I remember um, Schoolboy Q. I saw him one time, but I saw him at the Crystal Ballroom. This was like early, early in high school. Oh fuck. This was, did you hear about this time? This is when, like, because yeah. the, the crystal ballroom is like the dance floor is like suspended and stuff. It's like connected mm-hmm. to the ceiling. I don't know how the architecture exactly works, but it's basically like suspended. And I think it has something to do with like the mm-hmm. noise reverb or, or whatever. But it, it, there were so many people in the schoolboy c- concert that the floor broke and like people had to get evacuated. And there were like, like the fire department was there, like a ton of cops were there. We literally had to get like, yeah, like flooded out of the crystal. It was so insane. And oh I was like 15, so I had to have my mom pick me up. <laughs> yeah. Good old mom. Damn, that's wild. Um, and, and that's probably why schoolboy is not allowed back in Portland to perform. Maybe I don't know, but um, no, I I, I love schoolboy Q. He came out. Um, for when I saw him, they were doing, like, it was the championship tour, so they were doing, um, like, different, um, like, everybody had, like, a different sport to him, so, like, SZA was, like, boxing, Kendrick was, like, a race car driver, and, like, Schoolboy Q, uh, like, he's a big golfer, so he, like, 
he fucking oh, yeah, rode yeah. he rode out on a gal- on golf cart to like that part oh, that was the funniest fucking thing like i've ever seen he's like yeah <laughs> and i was just like ah, oh, i love you schoolboy. but oh my um, god yeah i i'm definitely miss concerts uh quite a bit too um i mean any rap concert that's not at the moda center because i've seen some bunk rap oh concerts god. at the moda center um, I saw Travis Scott there with Matab and like that is a show I will say like it's the dude kn- knows how to put on a good show like with pyrotechnics it was the Astro World. Yeah I think we were at the same show maybe because oh, you oh my God. yeah I think we were yeah oh I think you're right yeah it was like December like a couple years ago but yeah that was a good show I will say it was a good show but like he wouldn't play his songs all the way through like the songs that I liked at least like the old stuff he wouldn't play all the way through I was like disappointed. Was and he just always just seems like so fucked up. Where like when he's talking like auto tune, like you can't understand him whatsoever. Yeah. Like you'll hear you're like Portland Aah, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> and it's just, um, but I mean, like Gunna opened for him and like Sheck West opened for him too, which was like I don't know, yeah. it was pretty dope. But um, Sheck West, like I think closed with, I think they closed the whole concert with Mobile. Yeah, and like everybody. Yeah, they closed. Thing. Yeah, he was doing sicko mode, and then he was like halfway through sicko mode. He was like, "Wait a second, we gotta, we gotta do this real quick or something <laughs> like that." And he brought out fucking Sheck West from Obama, and I was like, "Okay, this is, this is kind of fun. This is, you know, oh excellent." Yeah. Overplayed, but excellent too at the same time. Excellent. So yeah, I mean, it's, it was. There are certain songs I feel like from every like couple years that will just get people hyped forever. Yeah, like um, I mean, Mo Bamba is absolutely one of those. Uh, I mean. Paris with Kanye and Jay-Z, that gets me fucking buck every yep. fucking time I listen to that. Um, I'm trying to fucking think what Bobby else. Smurda. Yeah, oh Free my. Man. Free that man. God, dude, fucking Bobby bitch gets, oh, I love Bobby bitch. Um, Flocka, uh, yeah, the, I'm. I don't know. There's there's just oh, yeah. so much. Oh yeah, love Sosa, love Sosa. That's, that yeah, love Sosa, hype. yep. Yeah, love Sosa gets you fucking hyped. Um, <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, it, it all brings me back to like high school dances or whatnot. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. they were all just like hype songs from God knows when. But um, yeah. <laughs> but another thing, uh, another one of your talents, uh, I totally forgot, is crocheting, correct? Oh, yeah. So are you yes. still your lemon lemonhead crochet? Lemonhead.crochet on Instagram, yes. Crochet. And okay. I'm kind so of what... thinking I want to start like a TikTok because like my little sister has TikTok and she will send me and I have one, but like just so people can send them to me faster than texting them to me. My sister sent me one and was like, and it was like a cool like crochet account. And so I just started following like all these crochet accounts and there's like a lot of cool TikToks you could do. So I think I'm well, going to do that. Cool. I, I think do it do it yeah i mean they're already yeah. beautiful i mean you you're very talented at it too and the Thank i mean you. you're very i'm not uh you know a female but um <laughs> you're very you're very talented with the bras and the i don't know Thank you made you. pants correct you made like a two-piece I, I didn't i didn't make pants but i made like skirts and stuff do you want me to show yeah. you what i'm working on right now yes please And then I want to hear about how you got into this love of crochet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll give you a full story about that. Um, so it's like this sweater that I'm working on for my little sister for Christmas. And then I'm going to add, this is like the bottom. So this will go like 
that. And like go all the way around. Yeah. Gorgeous. Wow. Thank you. So how long how long does a piece like that take? Um, well, I've been like really slacking on it because I feel like I've been focusing so much on work that mm-hmm. I just like, I don't know, I just haven't given myself time to do it. But um, this one, I've been working on it for like a while. I've been working on it since November. But if I really focus, I can make a shirt in like four hours. I mean, I made a blanket for my boyfriend for his birthday and it was like the biggest one that I'd ever made. And I made that probably in like three weeks. Um, it just depends how much like I'm willing to be committed but part of my new year's resolution is to like create a new project every three weeks like get something like cool done that I want to post there you go that's excellent new year's resolution I love that I'm glad you're you're focusing on yourself and being creative I think that's very important I mean especially with you know you working so much too it's it's difficult to um I mean you know find an outlet for it I think that's I mean that's kind of why I started this podcast because I was just you know focusing on gutters and uh like fucking school too much yeah Yeah. and I think a lot of people just like get you know taken away from that and they just you know they get depressed and just upset and uh so a creative outlet is always a fantastic thing but what um so so what what started this love of crocheting because you're obviously very talented at it thank you so I learned when I was 17 at boarding school in Utah because I mean what else are you gonna do so I learned Mm -hmm. how to make like just hats and like do basic stitches and things like that and then when I came home I was still doing it not super frequently but I was like I kept up the skill to the point where like I came home or yeah I came home and I was up from boarding school whatever and I was like kind of doing it on and off and then but I had kept it up to the point where when quarantine came and I had nothing else to do I was able to like really like pump out stuff and like sell things Mm -hmm. to people and like get a good amount of inventory built up because that's like all I was doing and like obviously the more you do it the better you get at it and that's like a big reason why I want to do so much more as well yeah I mean you're very you're very talented at it and uh if you if you need or if you have any mail pieces or something like that if you're going to make anything like that please let me know and I can I want to I need to like I feel like I do need to make like a sweater or something like I can make hats you know Ooh, a beanie. I do need a beanie, so maybe I'll hit you up for a beanie. That'll I'll be... make you one. Thank you. I can, yeah, I'll hit you I'm up. I'm making and... a bucket hat for my friend Philip right now. You know Ooh. Philip, right? I feel like you know oh, Yeah, I love Philip. Philip's a great human yeah. being. How, how's he doing? He uh, His skincare routine is looking fantastic, I saw today. I know. He's looking, He's damn, amazing. I'm I'm so <laughs> jealous that he fucking got the Pharrell, the human race fucking skincare he, shit. He, like, just finds the coolest stuff. And like he has just like this, I don't know. He's he's cool. That's like the best word to describe Philip is he's cool. Yeah, he's so cool. I mean, he's just been like wholesome and like I mean, like when he lost, I mean, all that weight too. I hit him up and he was just so he was so nice up front. He was just like, you know, this is what I did. This is how I did it. And he's like, if you need anything, let me know. And he's you know, oh, obviously so I haven't sweet. stuck to it, but he's no, he's a he's a great human being too. Um, so I hope he's doing, he'd be a great person to interview at some point. So he totally yeah. would. So yeah. I do. Yeah. Cause he, he's got the same love of music and just like, I don't know. He's, he's just such, he needs to be a fashion designer. He needs to fucking take, take Virgil out and make him the creative director of Louis Vuitton. Just fucking he, like, do it. He sewed some pants. And um, so I'm making him like a bucket hat to kind of like match the pants. Like, oh, cool. like a cream color. 
and um, he made him out of like a canvas bag, I think. But yeah, he's really creative and he's good at like, he's one of those people who like is really good at following through with his, with his creativity. He's like a yeah. really amazing photographer. He is, he is, except for, you know, when he takes pictures of uh, some rappers that don't uh, pay him back that are now. Yep. Yeah. Um, we won't name any names. Okay, but, Morty. Uh, Morty, dude. Oh, that pissed me off when you told me that because I was like, yeah. "This dude is so wholesome and nice." And I know this I fucking like to support this local artist, but you know it's hard to when they, you know, don't treat your friends correctly. Has she even done anything at all? I don't think she's done. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> I don't wish bad on her career, but man. I don't wish bad on anybody. <laughs> no, we don't we don't want to, but uh make sure to pay your friends if they take fucking yeah. pictures of you, you know? Some fuck shit. Exactly. Um but I guess we can talking about rappers, um you're you're quite the Kanye West fan too. That's I think how we've became close individuals with each other. Yeah. Um, well anytime there's Kanye news or like that Kanye leak, I feel like we immediately go in contact yeah we we hit up each other immediately like if we're like okay i'll obviously it's you know we don't fucking you know know anymore now because they'll say like yeah i'm dropping something in two weeks and then yeah yeah uh, you don't hear about it but um so what what do you think about uh them finally getting divorced okay so i mean i think the obvious take is that we'll get good music now hopefully from him because anytime his heart is like severely broken you get some really good shit like amber rose gave us my beautiful dark twisted fantasy kimberly has given us jesus which i think was really good actually hot take maybe and no i i think jesus is good i i i honestly i do um i i think jesus is just like everyone was like everyone slept on it but there's just like fucking blood on the leaves and black skinheads. Like you can't. Those are yeah. some of Kanye's most like hype and songs. Bound to me. two. Bound um, two. The greatest love bound of two. All time. Absolutely. <laughs> like funniest fucking music video Besides too. Blame game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Besides. <laughs> Blame game. Oh damn. Blame game's a good one. Um, it's an eight minute heartbreaker every time. Same with Runaway. I feel like. Oh, Runaway is that's probably my favorite Kanye song of all time just run away i think mine probably um, is blame game um i i like the full nine minute version of fucking run away i don't like the i mean the three minute version's fine but like there it doesn't get better than the nine minute version i feel like and just yeah. like all the you know the this excuse me like the synth and all that shit after it and it's um it yeah it my beautiful dark twist fan is probably my favorite kanye album i would say but, yeah I would agree. People like will put it up there. Like if you say your favorite rap album of all time, but strangely, I mean, even though he had like the RZA on it and like Pusha and all those guys and like Jay-Z, I don't like really classify it as like a pure rap album. Cause it's so much more like melodic than that. Yeah. So I think That's I would say Dramatic or Liquid Swords or Midnight Marauders. Those are probably mm -hmm. like the better like the top like rap albums even though my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is like an incredible piece of art i don't think it's like purely a rap album yeah absolutely i mean that's a very good yeah illmatic yeah that's a that's a better one he, I, um, he was like 18. really yeah i i fuck with um i fuck with miseducation quite a bit 
um oh, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's really one cool. of my favorites um and i i didn't listen to that for a long time and my friend kind of was like have you ever listened to lauren hill before and i was like no and um and they were like oh you you gotta listen to this you gotta listen to this and um i listened to like miseducation like all the way through and i i love this the whole this fucking miseducation it's beautiful album. it really is to Zion, is it to Zion or just Zion? I don't know. I but it's so to Zion, yeah. That's a kiss. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's a kiss. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, I don't know. I think Kanye. I mean, especially like, I don't know. Like Jesus and King. Like we can both agree. I mean, how how do you feel about that? Because everybody has a different like opinion on it. Um. Well, after hearing because we've both heard the Yandi leak and like. So much of Jesus is King was based on Yandi. He just like switched the songs and made them more Jesus based and then cut out new body, which was a sin I will never forgive. Um, Kanye fucking dropped new body. That's the fucking yeah. best song off fucking Yandi. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. And Chakras was so good. I don't even remember what it turned into. And like Alien was super good and he didn't use that. But he had like mm-hmm. these really great bases of songs, like, and you could tell when you listen to the leak. Like, I believed the second that I heard it that it was real because I was like, "This sounds like an unfinished Kanye album. It sounds like it has all the beats and stuff there, but like the production isn't like hasn't like you know wrapped it up in a pretty bow." I feel like yet it just felt yeah. unfinished Kanye. And then did. Jesus is King feels like finished Kanye, but just not the best work that he could have put out. No, and I don't know because I mean, like it, he. I, I feel like he just does some fuck shit and then he drops like it, it literally like came out like I don't know like a month or two after the whole Trump shit or was that am I totally wrong there like no yay yeah, was had, yay yeah. was after the Trump shit yeah I think so yeah because Jesus but, is King was the one oh no Jesus is King is the most oh god I meant yay is the one that's based off of Jesus. Jesus and King is the one that's like the most recent and I haven't really like delved into that at all. But Yay, I think is the last one that I like really like listened to. I remember that was the um that's the like I hate being bipolar. It's awesome album cover. That's yeah, like no, that own. was we we had like a whole conversation that day. I remember we oh, talked yeah. for like a couple hours about that because we were because oh with like the live stream and shit, because that's when he like yes, the five I was albums. A burning that's log for like 20 minutes. Yes. Then, yeah, exactly. At the burning log, and then um, and then we had. I I actually like Yay a lot. I do. Um, yeah. I I like Ghost Town quite a bit. Um, I mean, All Mine's All fantastic. Mine good. I, yeah. I I I think I thought about Killing You is like probably one of his best uh, opener, like beat wise and. Oh, uh, I I actually do agree with that. I think um. I just love when we get a little peek into their marriage, like truly because saying the song wouldn't leave, like it's, you know, it's a decent song, I will say, but like he really exposed her ass on that one. He's like, he's calling, saying we about to lose it all. Like apparently he's just like, you can dip. And she's like, no, no, not not yet. Do you, do you think that, and we'll, we'll dive into the conspiracy theories, do you think um, that there's kind of like a get out thing going on that was going on with them where like well, they tried to whitewash him? I think, well, okay, so here's what I think because, so he came into the family around the time, maybe like a couple years before Jesus came out, Jesus was mostly about mm-hmm. him. And then after that was when 
like that between that it was that and pablo and then because mm-hmm. pablo was 2016 Jesus was 2013 yep but yep. anyway so in, in that interim he like leveled up their entire family when it came to style and then like Yeezy season three when that came out and like the whole live stream with that that like totally ushered in a new way of style and he brought her into like high end he brought her into like couture and totally redid her and then you know in doing that that affected her whole family and leveled them up I think as well so I think he was maybe like the one originally in control of the relationship and the whole family was like it's Kanye West he's a fucking genius like rap legend mm-hmm. and then I think it gets to a point where like he's pretty unstable and probably easy to take advantage of if he's like not in a place where he's equipped to handle his money or handle his business and you know Christian or somebody else in the family can step in and I feel like they're very good businesswomen so you can only last in like an environment that ruthless for so long. I feel like, especially if you're, as Kanye says, an HST, highly sensitive person. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's very manipulative and um, I mean, especially with, you know, running for president and shit. I mean, you, you gotta wonder if, uh, I mean, I don't know if somebody, uh, one of the evil uh, Emperor Palpatine looking motherfuckers up high in the Republican Party. You know, we're like, okay, we're going to do this so we can get people to vote for him and not for Biden. I mean, you wonder that, but. Uh, I think, well, I think that, I mean, I don't know. I think Kanye is like good intentioned, like well intentioned, but he's pretty uneducated on a lot of the stuff that he talks about or 100%. He doesn't have like a full around thought on it. Because it's like, that confrontation that he had at TMZ with like one of their employees who was like, dude, I love you, but you're like really fucking up right now by putting out this message that you're putting out. Like he's not wrong. Like that's why he's lost so many of his super loyal fans over the last, you know, two years because he's been putting out this like super reckless message of like, number one, you need to take your meds. Number two, like what slavery wasn't real. Like, what? <laughs> like all these insane things that just come out and like, I think that's why he's like been losing ground for sure but hopefully I mean you know I just want good music back like at the end of the day that's all I want I want him to fucking chill and then put out some good music you know what I mean I don't care if I never hear from him publicly ever again but if you're putting out good music I'm cool with it yeah I want to see him on tour again because I mean he that the St. Pablo tour was just so fantastic it was oh my god um, it was, and I, my biggest regret's not getting in the pit, but like, it, he just like, he, he seriously went up there and he performed like 30 songs with like a minute break, be, like the oh whole time. Like he just fucking, and he, he went after it and he was such a good performer and like, obviously like he's getting older. So, I mean, that worries me that, okay, is he really going to be able to perform, you know, as much? Yeah. And I mean, who knows, like with the COVID, um, a landscape too like when are we even going to get concerts back at that point and like is he really gonna i mean he I don't, I don't know if he really believes in it but i mean i'm sure he could get you know vaccinated uh now if he wanted to with his yeah, good, his good pal. uh but i mean he yeah he definitely um i mean i don't get the the medicine thing i get that it can dull your creative process but like at the same time, it's like, oh, you're you're not mentally stable without those, you know? Oh yeah, I saw this TikTok like the other day that was like, um, or maybe it was like on Twitter or something, and um, it was this guy filming himself, and it's like, 
I don't want to take antidepressants, so um, don't my sparkle. And then it says, like, the sparkle, and it's, like, somebody's messy room. Like, what sparkle do you think's going on? Like, let's figure this out. And then, you know, when you're healthy, you're probably a bit sparklier, I will say. Yeah, exactly. He it's much better work when he is, I mean, when he is heartbroken, for sure, but not when he's, like, publicly flailing. Like, going to Hawaii and, like, taking that time, I feel like, and throwing yourself into your art, I feel like that's a healthy way to handle stuff. But, like, you know, grabbing for headlines and doing crazy shit in public is a different deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely, um, I, I don't get, um, I mean, yeah, sure, the, the ranch, I don't know, the ranch is cool. And it kind of, like, low-key, like, yeah. makes me want a ranch. Own, like, like $300,000 of livestock. That's pretty <laughs> sick. Did you see the video of like uh, Tyler the Creator at the party? And then they were like, uh, they were like talking about the horses. And Tyler goes, You better name one of them horses Tyler or something like that. And Kanye's like, We're <laughs> going to name a horse Tyler now. And then he like, I it was like a group that. of like all wealthy, like white people. And Kanye was like, Who wants a horse named after them? And all the like the white people were like, Yeah, me, absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, This is, this is gross. I was like, This is, God knows what the fuck was going on there. And, oh my um, God. So I, yeah, I, I hope that, um, you know, he's well. I hope that, I don't know. Like, what can Kim do? I mean, Kim has like all the, cosmetics and all that shit now but like yeah i feel like people forget like why they're actually famous too and i think hot take i think people have like moved beyond why they're famous because like they've just taken over so much like kylie jenner is and i maybe i think about this like way too analytically and way deeper than it should be but kylie jenner is like the blueprint for all the instagram models like anything she does they do in Mm -hmm. some other variation anything she does like fashion nova or pretty little thing or one of those fast fashion brands will put out and then all the other instagram models will buy it and they all have the same look and they all get you know the lip fillers and whatever else they have to get to look similar to her and i mean like no shade on those girls like i've gotten lip filler before and stuff but it gets to a point where everybody starts looking homogenous and that's the power that the kardashians have strangely enough is to make an entire country or an entire world want to look like them like that's crazy I, yeah, it's, they, they, I, and they just have so much control. I mean, like everyone, like, I don't know, like you think of like the most like popular, like makeup brand, like it fucking like people are going to want like Kylie, like lipstick and I don't know. I'm not great with makeup, but like when I think of like makeup, I'm like shit, like Kylie and like Fenty and like, I don't know, like the people yeah. in the spotlight, like it's, um, I don't know. And I don't, I don't really mind them too much. Obviously, I don't, like, follow them too much. Like, I know some of the beauty people I can't, like, stand, like, um, uh, like, Jeffree Star. And mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of Kanye. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jarring Jeffrey, anytime I see him, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, racist much. piece of shit. And then, like, James yeah. Charles I can't do either. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, they drive me insane. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, all those YouTube people and, uh, I don't know. I feel like there's more drama out there with the world. And I just feel like James Charles and Jeffrey uh, <laughs> star just at the heart of it. They're just ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, um, you know, Shannon, it's been fantastic having you here and yeah. all that Thank stuff. You so much. Of course. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Obviously lemonhead crochet. Crochet. Yeah, definitely at lemonhead.crochet on Instagram.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, please go cop some stuff from her, and because mm-hmm. she's so talented, and it's uh, she's going to be the next, uh, you know, she's going to be beating out Yeezy with her crochet, <laughs> uh, handmade crochet stuff. For sure. So, uh, anything else you'd like? To, obviously, if somebody wants to buy a house, they can reach out to you. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, reach out to me. Reach yeah, out to her because yeah. So when I'm, uh, you know, when I'm able to afford those houses one day, I'm going to hit you up and we'll get one. I want totally. a. Uh, I want a house with like a fucking like dolphin tank in the back so I can like wake up in the morning, you know, just go greet my dolphins. So if we can find something, a full aquarium, please, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you find one of those, um, I don't know what else I'd like, but just like, you know, some unnecessary wealthy like rapper shit that, you know, I could, I could be, you know, donating that money to like a charity or something, but I really don't want to do that. I just want to. But you save it for the MTV crib, you know, shoot. (laughs) Well, what's up? My name's Big Spence. Welcome to my fucking crib. This is what a podcast buys you. And yes. um, God, I can't. I, I, I can't. I hope. I hope uh, I get there one day. Well, we're we're on the track to success, Shannon. At least we yes. and you. we're gonna exactly be... onward and upward. But yeah. So um, thank you so much for coming by, and I hope that um, you know everything keeps being well for you in the year of 2021. And uh, if you're still listening, uh, thank you so much, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you, Spencer. Of course.